Welcome everyone to The Average Shepherd. My name is Father Sam French and today is Pentecost Sunday. Happy birthday to everyone in the church. And today's homily is going to be called From Paperweight to Powerhouse and we are reading from John chapter 20. Let's begin. In the evening of the first day of the week, the doors were closed in the room where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and he said to them, Peace be with you. And he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were filled with joy when they saw the Lord, and he said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father sent me, so I am sending you. And after saying this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. For those whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. Those whose sins you retain, they are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's celebration comes from the Greek word Pentecoste, which simply means 50th. Originally, it referred to the Jewish harvest festival celebrated 50 days after the Passover. But now for us, living in the age of the church, Pentecost marks the 50th day after Christ's resurrection at Easter, when the Holy Spirit descended upon the apostles, as we heard in the first reading, filling them with grace, with strength, with the spiritual gifts that they needed to become missionary disciples to the world basically to give them what they needed to fulfill Christ's final commandment, to make disciples of all nations, to go out calling us to repent from our sins and experience the life-changing love of God. Now, Pentecost was clearly a profound moment back then. But how does it relate to us today? You've probably all heard that phrase, you're not living up to your potential. But what does that actually mean? Well, potential comes from the Latin word potentia, meaning the power or the capacity to do something. Now, the saying suggests that there is a power that exists within us, but unless it's put to use or being actualized, it remains a wasted force. And we all agree that when someone doesn't live up to their potential, that is a sad thing. I think a good analogy might be a modern smartphone. It's simply amazing what we can accomplish with this glass rectangle in our pocket. Beyond just communication, we can browse the world's greatest art and literature without even getting out of bed. It's capable of producing photography and providing entertainment. It's essential for work productivity as well as global navigation. It can track our health and fitness as be a tool for education and banking. And yet without power, without a charge, a smartphone barely serves as a decent paperweight. That, I think, is the Christian life without the Holy Spirit. Useless. So that might be how we could describe the apostles in today's first readings from Acts chapter 2, Christian paperweights. Just after Jesus had ascended into heaven, having told them to go out and make disciples of all nations, where do we find them 10 days later? They're scared and they're huddled together in the upper room. Now, I realize I'm being a little bit harsh on them. Perhaps it's more fair to say that they were like smartphones in low power mode, just managing to get by on the essentials. Because in their defense... In Acts 1.14, it does say they devoted themselves to prayer. But thanks be to God, they didn't stay in that low power mode for long. See, on Pentecost, those men were plugged directly into the power of the Holy Spirit and an astonishing transformation took place in their lives. Those same apostles who were hiding away in fear were now overflowing with divine courage, strength, and knowledge from the Holy Spirit. They threw open the door that day, fearlessly and boldly preaching the gospel of Jesus to every single person they encountered. Now for us, living in 2023, 
Do we yearn for that gift? Do you yearn for the courage to wear your faith boldly on your sleeve, to speak openly of your love for Jesus and call others into that same relationship with him? I know that I want that more than anything else in the world. We know as Christians, we know as Catholics, that the only way for us to be saved, the only way for us to have eternal life with God is through faith in Jesus Christ. Heaven isn't just a default setting. As St. Paul says in Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. And why is that? Because the gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone who has faith. So we know that we need the Lord to be saved. We know that to love him, we must keep his commandments and be faithful to the church that he established on the apostles. But if your faith is anything like mine, you'll often experience fear, that temptation to live comfortably and idly, a bit like a Christian paperweight. We all have the power and the gifts of our baptism and confirmation within us, and yet sometimes we find ourselves scraping by in that low power mode, choosing to remain in the proverbial upper room, saying our prayers in private, but keeping that relationship with Jesus to ourselves. I think because of our fear, we can unconsciously avoid God in our lives, avoiding further exploration of the scriptures or the publicly available teachings of the church, lest they start to challenge our current way of life and our worldview, shaped as it is by our media, our culture and society. I think we know deep down that the salvation of souls depends on faith in Jesus, and yet we still hesitate to share it, to live it with our friends and our family and our colleagues. Is God satisfied with our current arrangement? Or is he asking more of us? Now, Pentecost, my friends, it's not just about celebrating an ancient event that happened in the past, but recognizing the transformative power of the Holy Spirit in our lives today. Today on Pentecost, I am asking you, let us courageously invite the Holy Spirit into our hearts to transform our lives. Now, I recognize that everyone listening to this podcast is unique, so it's not going to look the same for everyone. St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12, there's a variety of gifts, but the same spirit. So depending on God's plan for your life, your particular vocation, and the salvation of souls that he plans to work through your personal witness, you're going to receive gifts accordingly. Now, some in the church today, they're called to extraordinary charismatic gifts. I'm talking about tongues, healing, prophecy, all of which I have witnessed. For others, it will be the quieter gifts, like wisdom and counsel, knowledge and piety. But rather than worry about the particulars right now, which gift or that which uh, will I receive and you receive, I think the most important thing we can do today on Pentecost is to prepare a space in our hearts for the Holy Spirit to enter in and begin that transformation process. Our hearts can become very messy places, preoccupied with worldly concerns and weighed down by sins and anxieties that can choke out the peace of the Holy Spirit, the peace that Jesus was talking about in today's gospel. But I think one way that we can clear the path for the Holy Spirit is to wash our souls clean in the healing sacrament of confession. This is precisely the sacrament that Jesus instituted in today's gospel. He gave his apostles that day and their successors the authority to forgive sins in Jesus' name through the power of the Holy Spirit. And we can experience that Holy Spirit directly in this beautiful sacrament. So if you already regularly go to confession, that's a wonderful thing. But if it's been a while for you and you're listening to this podcast, 
I encourage you to make concrete plans for when you might go next. The second way, I think, to prepare our hearts is, of course, prayer. It's beautiful that we're listening to this podcast or for those in my parish are gathering as a community for prayer in the Mass. It's even better for us that Jesus makes himself present on the altar for us to receive. But remember that the Mass doesn't just begin and end in the church. The word Mass itself comes from the Latin word ite missa est, go, you are sent forth. So we come to Mass to pray for the world and ourselves. We come to Mass every Sunday to give right worship to God. But we also come to Mass to receive the same Spirit who possessed the Apostles on Pentecost to be filled with the gift, the sacramental grace that we need, the courage that we need to go out from this place and declare the Gospel boldly in our lives and in our words. So I invite you now, if you're listening to this podcast, just close your eyes for a moment as I pray for this grace on behalf of you and on behalf of our whole community. Heavenly Father, we bless you, we praise you, we thank you for your divine love and the mercy that you have for us. Thank you for the saving gift of your son Jesus and the transformative power of the Holy Spirit you gave to your apostles on Pentecost. We recognize the extraordinary potential you have placed in each one of our hearts and we ask that it may be activated today by the fire of your Holy Spirit. Come to us now in our fear and in our hesitation, those times we wish to hide you from the world. Replace our fear with courage and our weakness with your divine strength. Transform us into missionary disciples with a burning desire to know you more deeply and to draw others into that knowledge of your love. As we leave the church today, stir up in us the gifts that we received in baptism and again at confirmation, that we may live and preach the gospel boldly. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful. Enkindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. We ask this in the holy name of your son Jesus through the intercession of our blessed mother Mary. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Pentecost podcast. If you want to help me spread the word and the average shepherd, you can do so by putting this up on social media or texting it to a friend or sharing it with anyone you think might benefit. Thank you and God bless.